Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Money and Integrity podcast presented by worklifemoney.co. My name is Kimberly. I'm a career mindset coach and the founder of worklifemoney.co, and I'm here to help you develop the self-confidence to make more money in your career, including your side business, without sacrificing work-life balance. How? By tackling the self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and procrastination habits that are holding you back. And today we're going to be talking about how to start a side business when you have a full-time job and specifically the three questions you need to ask yourself before starting a side business. And throughout this episode, I'm going to walk you through my framework on how to start a side business called the TNT method. Now you might be considering starting a side business when you are working a nine to five because you might want to help people and grow in a new and challenging way. Starting a side business is one of the best personal growth tools out there because it allows you to help people in a way that you not might not be able to in your nine to five, but it also teaches you and challenges you in a new and different way. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you are an ambitious and high achieving person. More than that, As a career mindset coach, I just want to remind you that entrepreneurship is a viable career option as well. So when I talk about careers, I do include entrepreneurship and side businesses are great because starting a side business allows you to explore different career options before you make a jump. It can also be a great way to get your foot in the door in a new industry because a side business allows you to explore different career options and try out entrepreneurship, especially when you're working in a nine to five. Now, I love talking about side businesses because I don't believe in the narrative of just like quit your job and follow your dreams because not everyone has that privilege. And if you do, that is great. But if, you, if that's the advice you're hearing out there, just remember that the people who are able to do that usually have support systems, whether or not they share that, that um, allows them to continue financially and mentally without a backup plan. But that's why I really wanted to start this little mini series on the podcast. So this is going to be the theme for July. And that is how to start a side business while working a full-time job. And in this first part, I'm going to talk about how to get started. And, you know, more specifically, the three questions you need to ask yourself before starting a side business. And just for some context, I also, this is my side business in case it wasn't like clear. I work a nine to five, a full-time job, and I am the host of the Money and Integrity podcast, obviously. But I also am the founder of Work Life Money Co., which is a career and money platform for millennial women. I am also a freelance writer and a career mindset coach. And I've also had other side businesses in the past and experienced a lot of failures. And if you want to listen to that after this episode, I really would recommend it. And that is episode 43 on the podcast. But for now, let's just get started. So the first question that you need to ask yourself when you're starting a side business is, What need is it fulfilling in your life? What area is it targeting? And that's the first part of the TNT framework. Before you start a side business, it's important to ask yourself why. This will not only be important to keep you motivated during the process, but it will also help you determine what type of side business to choose. As a part of the work-life money philosophy, it is so important to find your work-life money 
balance by allocating your needs, such as your financial, creative, or uh, personal growth challenges need into another area of your life. And if you want to hear more about the framework and how I discuss this, it's really, um, I really recommend that you listen to episode 38 of the podcast, which is how to choose a career if you're multi-passionate. And in that episode, I really talk about taking different areas of your life and, um, and needs of your life and putting them in different areas. So I firmly believe as a career mindset coach, that you are not your career. You are a multifaceted human being with lots of different passions and interests. And it's important, especially on the money and integrity platform and podcast and work-life money to remember that to approach careers with a holistic view, and that includes side businesses. So before you even start off on a side business, ask yourself, why? Why are you doing this? Because one of the things that you will see when you go Google side hustle or side business ideas is that there are literally hundreds of things you can do. There's so many options out there today. And the thing is they all work, but it can be extremely distracting if you jump from one thing to another. I know this from personal experience because I have failed at many side businesses prior to this. Like I had mentioned in, um, earlier in the episode, that's episode 43 of the podcast. If you want to listen to all my failures, but like I had a candle business, I had like a, um, a travel blog, all of these types of things. Cause I was just like jumping from one thing to another. But the thing that people don't usually talk about, you know, when it talk, when it comes to creating a side business is that all of these things work. It's just important to choose one thing. And no matter what anyone tells you, no matter what they try to promise you, all side businesses and side hustles take time and work. And there's also no point in doing something you dislike in your free time and then resenting the thing that you built. Before you start a side business, Ask yourself why you're embarking on this journey. Not only will it help you clarify which side hustle to choose, which I will get into the next point, but it will also help you and allow you to persist through the difficulties like the imposter syndrome and the self-doubt when it comes to great creating a side business. Starting a side business is not all sunshine and rainbows, but identifying your why behind it will allow you to keep moving forward even throughout all the difficulties. There is nothing wrong with trying side businesses for fun or as a hobby, but it can fall to the wayside very easily. I started my blog in 2018. So I started what is now Work Life Money Co., but before that it was called Millennial Life Admin. And when I first started out, I had so many friends start a blog with me because I had taken like this course slash coaching. It was like kind of even like a coaching program um, to help me create my blog. But three years later, only a handful of people actually continue with that blog, the people who started with me. And some of them have pivoted to other things, but it's actually very common in the blogging space to have um, your blog, you know, go fall into the black hole of abandoned websites. Some people I know, of course, pivoted to different things, but for me personally, I really love writing and I really love blogging. So I still do it. And I still post every single week. And that's really important when you're looking at a side business. What need is it fulfilling in your life? So for me, I love writing. I love being creative. And as much as I really do love my job, that 
creative aspect of my job isn't there. So that's what I have money and integrity, the money and integrity podcast for. And that's what I have worked with money code for. And I also really like challenges. So I see the ability to build my business as a personal growth tool and to challenge myself in new ways as well. When you start a side business, it's important to understand which part of your skill set and life you are targeting with your work. Now, after you figure out which area of your life you are targeting with your side business and your why, it's important to look at what type of side business you can create. And this, again, ties back with the first point of your target. What type of side business can you build? And this is the second part of the framework, which is your niche. If you are someone who needs to start a side business for financial reasons, like to increase your income, it's really important to monetize a skill you currently have in order to bring in extra income as quickly as possible. For example, if you work in marketing, you can start a side business as a social media manager or virtual assistant because you already have experience in that area. However, You can also start a side business for a number of other reasons. A side business can be a creative outlet. If you work at a nine to five office job at a computer all day, you might want to start a side business making something or doing something completely unrelated to your job. For me, work-life money allows me to be extremely creative, which is not something I get to do at my full-time job, even though I love it. Or... If you're looking at your side business for creativity or challenges or personal growth, you can also create a side business when where you learn a new skill. One of the great things about starting a side business is that it can provide a growth opportunity or challenge in your life. If you feel like you know your nine to five or your life in general is stunted in growth. Starting a side business can also allow you to learn a new skill. For example, um, you can learn calligraphy. You can learn how to make something like making candles and doing all that kind of stuff, right? You can actually physically make something or you could utilize, you know, this time and this need to create a side business to as I mentioned before, get your start in an industry. For example, if you want to get into marketing or coding or graphic design, you can start learning um, those skills and market them through a side business. And what's so important about this section and this point is that you also have to figure out who is your niche? Who do you want to market to? Who are you helping with your side business? Because this is something that it took me a while to learn, but if you are starting a side business, you, you know, you, there, someone already out there has already started it and it can feel very overwhelming thinking, Oh, like, do, should I even try? There's other stuff like this out there, but what happens? And this is a very, very common term within side businesses is you have to determine your niche, which is your target audience. So you don't have to market to everybody. You don't have to please everybody. For example, I'm not a career mindset coach for absolutely every industry and every person. I work very specifically with women who are who want to overcome self-doubt and imposter syndrome and that personal growth tools to be able to find a job, to be able to be more successful in their career. And that's my niche. I don't do, you know, the one-off job search career coaching type of thing. I know there are a lot of career coaches out there that do that. And that's great. 
because that's a different niche, right? And that's serving someone with a different purpose, which is awesome. And that's the great thing about starting a side business is that you can help different types of people. And there are other people in the world helping different types of people. So when you are looking to start a side business, you have to ask yourself what type of side business you can build and who is it for? Now, the third question you need to ask yourself and the final part of this framework when it comes to starting your side business is time. What kind of time commitment do you want to dedicate to starting your side business? Everyone has different schedules and priorities and circumstances stances in life. And it's so important to remember what kind of time commitment you can dedicate to your side business when you are first starting out, because it's so easy to have it overwhelm you. And that can lead to one of two things. Either you burn out and you resent your side business, or you forget about it because you have no time for it. And so it's really important to look at how much time you want to allocate to your side business. And moreover than that, it's also important not to compare yourself to people who do this type of work full time. I did this so much in the beginning and I would compare myself who could to people who could dedicate so much more time to their business and then think that I could have have the same results and then feel bad that I didn't have the same results. And this is the type of thing that is really important to keep in mind. So if you are doing a side business with only a small amount of time, it's okay to not feel like you have to be an instant success the whole way through. And when you're looking and comparing at your, yourself with other people, remember that a lot of people who have businesses actually have a team. So it's not just their hours. It's like they're all of their teams and all of the people that help them, their hours as well. When you start your side business, you, it's really important to identify how much time you can allocate to your side business and what the goals and tasks you need to do to move forward. As you start out, I would encourage you to create effort-based goals instead of result-based goals in order to practice managing your time and creating a side business. For example, when you first start out, it is so much more important to have consistency in showing up and creating your side business, whatever it might be, than, for example, vanity metrics like an X number of Instagram followers. It can be easy to get caught up in, you know, these types of vanity metrics and feel like you need 10,000 followers before you can ever make any type of money in your side business. But when you are creating a side business, it will be a lot of more work in the beginning. But as you continue, you can reiterate your strategies. One of the biggest mistakes I made when creating a side business was solely focusing on strategies and buying all, so many of the strategy courses that would get outdated as soon as there was an algorithm change. So what I really needed to focus on and what I would tell my younger self is basically to focus more on consistency and practice showing up when no one's reading it, when no one's um, around. And actually, it is it's such a great phase at the very beginning when you are experimenting with your content, because if you want to change your mind, if you want to um, reiterate something, it has such a low impact. Um, and I can speak about this from experience because when I first started blogging and like nobody read my articles, it was easy. It was so easy for me to make mistakes and then just learn and practice from them because like I didn't really have any many people reading my blog in the first place, but 
as I moved more and more along and I had I got more and more, you know, readers and followers and stuff, it made it more difficult to make changes. Like when I changed work life, um, money life and men to work life money co, that was a ton of work. It was so much work. And the great thing about that was that, you know, I got started and I practiced my consistency and I was kind of able to experiment a little bit with um my content at the very beginning without that much judgment, without that much, no, I wouldn't say backlash, but without that much disadvantages. Like no one was really reading in the first place. So I could change things really easily. But when you are creating a side business, you have to under, it's really important to understand and approach it with a growth mindset that no business like in the world looks the same on day 1000 than it does on day one. Everyone pivots, everyone takes in more information, learns and develops their business along the way. And if, and there's so much about creating a side business that you can't possibly know from the very beginning. Like when I, I'm so glad I started blogging like in 2018 with Millennial Life and Men, because if I hadn't put content out there, then I wouldn't have gotten to where I am now. I wouldn't have understood the people I wanted to help. I wouldn't have understood how to create a side business if I never even started. And if I had waited for the perfect moment, it would have never come because I needed to make like all the mistakes and have all the lessons along the way. So that's why when you're looking at creating a side business, it's really important to ask yourself how much time can you allocate to it? Not only because for like planning purposes and of course not burning out and being able to maintain your work-life balance really so that you can practice and understand consistency. So if you are looking at starting a side business and marketing it in a certain type of way, it's really important. And I know this advice is really, I mean, everyone gives this advice out there, but it's really important to start with one or two platforms. I didn't do that. And I tried to be everywhere. I had like a Twitter account. I tried like having a Tumblr account and had all these types of things. And honestly, like it's, it was a lot to keep up because I only had so much time. So when you're looking at, you know, again, businesses where they're literally everywhere at once, usually that person is either doing it full time or they have a team that helps them. So really understanding and putting through and being clear about how much time you want to dedicate to this will not only allow you to be able to maintain work-life balance, but it's going to be able to let you utilize that time more effectively and keep yourself motivated and not discouraged when you don't see a certain level of results, if that makes sense. I hope this is all making sense. I kind of feel like I'm rambling a little bit at this point, but I think this is a really important part of creating a side business and ask a really important question to ask yourself because I think a lot of people gloss over it. They glaze over it about how much time it actually takes to create a side business and how that affects you because of the results. So that's why when you are first starting out a side business, I really encourage you to create goals based on showing up and practicing being able to overcome disappointment or discouragement instead of thinking, oh, I need to make 
$500 in my first month. Like it's okay to have, of course, monetary goals as well, but really being able to practice showing up for yourself and praising yourself for the effort you put in, I promise you, I absolutely promise you is what will help create your side business in the long run and what will help sustain it. Lastly, when you are really able to identify the time frame that you have and be realistic about that, what happens is it pushes you to really clarify what are the needle movers. There is so much busy work involved in starting a side business. You can get distracted so easily and the, the, the ability and the ways that you can procrastinate learn is infinite because there's so much on the internet. You could read and watch all the YouTubes on everything. But it's really important to understand that when you're starting a side business, what time, what the importance of time is, because it not only is it, you know, focusing your tasks on needle movers and growing your business, but also what it does for your personal growth as well. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Um, like I mentioned earlier, this is going to be the theme for July. So there's going to be, it's going to be a three-part series, kind of like how I did the financial independence three-part series as well. And as a reminder, if you are looking to start a side business along a nine-to-five, make sure to check out the next part of the series, which is how to balance a side business with a nine-to-five. And if you're looking for more personalized help, I really encourage you to book your free one-on-one -on -one career mindset coaching discovery call to accelerate your side business and save yourself years of time and money. One of the things that I'm going to be really talking about in this series is the, the overlap when it comes to starting your side business along being successful in a nine to five. And I actually do work with clients who also want to start a side business and they want to also be successful in their nine to five, which sounds a little contradictory. I know the rhetoric out there is, you know, just quit your nine to five and start your side business. I'm here to tell you, you can do both. You can be successful in both as well. So make sure you book that free call. The link will be in my show notes, but it is calendly.com forward slash Kimberly dash W L M. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you are thinking about starting a side business, I'd love to hear what it is. Please feel free to DM me. I'm at worklifemoney.co on Instagram, or you can take a screenshot of this episode and tag me. I would love to see where you're listening from. My email is also Kimberly at worklifemoney.co. My contact information is always in the show notes. And until next time, I'm always cheering you on. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Money and Integrity podcast, I highly encourage you to leave a review at Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you're listening from. This helps more people discover the podcast and become a part of this community. Remember, we're all figuring out this work-life money thing together.